0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Incredible Adventures in Marketing. My name is Liam, and as always, I'm joined by Phil. Phil, how are you going, mate? Good, thank you. Now, it's been a little while since we've uh, put out an episode. The last time we did it was at the Adelaide Podcast Festival. It was, yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, this podcast, we talk about stuff that happens to us in the marketing world on our day-to-day basis. Um, And the last time we spoke, as I said, was at the Adelaide Podcast Festival. And we were talking about gyms. So do you want to pick up from there? You're looking pretty ripped, Phil, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, you know that nobody can see me. (laughs) So
1: I I don't look that much different. But yeah, during that um, podcast, I said that I was going to go to the gym every second day for a whole year and not miss any days, and I haven't so far, and it's been about eight months. Impressive. Yeah, Yeah. but the thing is when you get to over 40, the results don't come as fast, quick and as easy as it does when you're younger. Um, So, and I think that's the same with when you're doing marketing as well, when you're just starting out, there's a lot of uh, businesses that start doing marketing in their forties, you know, they've been working, they've been employed for a long time, and they're starting to do marketing and running a business and uh, the results just they come quick and easy but uh, you know, with the uh, gym nobody ever said you know I tried the gym once it didn't work uh, so I've never been back but with marketing with Google Ads Facebook advertising that kind of thing everybody says I tried Google Ads once or I tried Facebook advertising once it didn't work so I never tried it again and the whole podcast we did at the Ozcast Festival was about showing how if you just thought about marketing in the same way as you think of going to the gym, you're actually going to achieve better results and it can change your mindset. That's really what I like to do with marketing is I like to change people's perceptions and mindsets of what marketing is. It's not about um, teaching you how to use Google Analytics or AdWords or Facebook or any tools, really. I mean, there's lots of places you can learn those things. The way we talk about marketing is really more of a, you know, from an overview and, uh, and, and certainly from a, uh, how your perceptions of marketing should be. So, during that festival, I wrote down this huge list here of, you know, how going to the gym is the same as um, marketing. All right, what, what do you hit us with it? Okay, so, I mean, you know, life, even life is, is, is all about marketing. How we market ourselves to other people and we market ourselves by how we dress, how we talk, how we interact with others. We do that all the time. And uh, so life in itself is, is marketing. So, you know, apply that logic to how you run your business. How you look at yourself, for instance, uh, is how you, is, you know, how you perceive yourself it defines your attitude. You can get up, you can look at yourself in the gym, flexing in
0: the mirror. You can, yeah, you can
1: flex in the mirror, or you can look at yourself and you can be miserable. And of course, that really defines your attitude to how you look at yourself. And with business, that's the exact same thing. If your business is struggling, if it's not doing too well, um, you can be miserable about that, or you can see it as an opportunity for growth. Uh, as an opportunity for learning, an opportunity for change, a platform from, where, from which to progress from. So, you know, how we look at ourselves defines how we run our businesses uh, and how we run our lives. And, um, you know, there's a lot of information about marketing online you know, you go to YouTube, Google. There's a whole lot of it.
0: Everybody's got an opinion.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, it's so easy now to put up an opinion. Um, you know, there's there's millions of videos on marketing, and there's probably more videos on working out and how to exercise. I know because I've watched a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and there's a lot of conflicting information. There's so much information which is conflicting. Um, you know, one, they'll tell you how to do uh, weights one way and then another video will tell you how to do it a different way and then there'll be, like, videos which are titled, you know, the way you're doing weights is completely wrong. Marketing is the exact same thing, you know, you do this or do that and all the way you're currently doing marketing is wrong. So, you know, it, it, what you've got to do is you've got to decide to filter out. You've got to learn how to filter out what's useful and what's not. And that takes time, that does, and perseverance. You can't learn how to do marketing and run a business and... Uh, do advertising all in one day? So giving up the first time is uh, is is the wrong decision to make. So let's have a look at something else on this list. Um, yes, uh, this is actually quite important. I said at the start, you know, being over forty means that even though I'm going to the gym all the time, the results aren't there. Well, that's the same with um, with business. There's a lot of luck in running a business, and um, I'll talk about that later. Actually, about how you can increase your chances, but um, with um, with marketing, what works for other people, especially marketers, because that's normally where you get the advice from, is from other marketers. What works for marketers doesn't might not work for you. There's this. Um, I was looking up this uh, way of increasing your page rank. If you have got a higher page rank, you appear higher in Google when you through organic search. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that they suggest you do that is to have links to your website from other people's websites. Now, this advice has been going around for years, 10 years easy. And, uh, you know, before Facebook, this was a good advice. So, you know, because if you wrote a blog or something like that, because there wasn't Facebook or LinkedIn or something, somebody wanted to refer to that blog post, if it was a good post, they would naturally put a link on their website to yours. Now, if you see a good blog post, you share it on Facebook, or you share it on LinkedIn, or whatever way you share it. So
0: you're sharing within the platform rather than giving it On your own website, yeah. yeah, that's
1: right. And because you're not giving that link from your own website, you're not giving that vote of confidence, because Facebook doesn't give any other websites votes of confidence. Every link to your website is a vote of confidence from somebody else. So that strategy of if you write good content, other people will link to it, no longer works. However, that strategy is still being given out in different ways. So one of the ways that people tell you how to get how to get links is if you actually offer other businesses on their blogs to write content for them. So you you know you approach a business, you say, I've got a great idea for an article. Would you allow me to write that article on your blog? And in exchange, we'll link that to um, my website. I have a link to my website. And again, you know that's been going on for years and years. People have been giving out that free advice, and it's just not practical. I mean. Any website of any sort worth linking to you doesn't have to do that, for starters. Mm-hmm. They don't, you know, there's no reason for them. If they've already got a, a good blog because you want to write on their blog, they've probably already got content writers, you've got enough people writing on their blog. But also, they might be a direct competitor, you know, because there's no point putting an article on some random website. You want it on a, a website which is similar to yours. So that doesn't work either. And yes, that's one of them. That's currently being viewed as the number one white uh, hat
0: linking strategy to get. Can I just stop you there? Just yeah. can, white hat. Can you? There's there's a white hat and there's a black hat. Yeah. Can you just give everybody a quick uh, rundown well, on what you're talking about there? Well, black hat um, linking strategies are all uh,
1: you know bad ways of linking. So, for instance, if you if you have um uh, your if you have a link to your website, and it comes from a link farm, which is essentially just a website which has just got a list of links on it. That's seen as bad. And Google will punish you for those kind of doing that kind of stuff, cheating. And a white hat is, you know, where, you know, on the surface of things, it seems like, the, you know, a good way, an ethical way of getting a link. Um, and Google, you know, as long as it's legit, Google will not punish you for that. They'll reward you for that. And it, those white hat strategies are getting harder and harder and harder. It, a lot of it because people are now on Facebook and LinkedIn and they're soaking up all the, the, you know, the shares and the links and the things like that. So, yeah, going back to what I was saying is it's not practical to be able to do that, to, you know, approach a, a business, offer to write an article. And in exchange, you have a link to your website. I mean, there's a lot of businesses that just know what that means. That means, it, you know, it's a vote of confidence to your website. You're not prepared to do that. It's not worth it, even if it's a free article because they could write articles themselves. So a lot of this um, marketing, that, you know, marketing advice that gets given out, is by other is by marketers and it, that kind of strategy works for marketers because you know even though you might only see them on the face of it, it's just them running the business and they're making millions of dollars a year. The fact of the matter is they have a crew of people who are going out and asking businesses if they can write articles for them, etc. And you know they maybe get one in 100, one in two hundred people say yes. And of course it's just a numbers game as a lot of marketing is. It's just all about you know the more people you can ask, the more chances you're going to get that to happen. But that's an advice that is sold in online courses and things like that, and that's not practical advice as far as I'm concerned. And so what's working for them won't work for you. And that that kind of and you get a lot of advice like that with working out, etc., going to the gym. You know, what works for those people who've probably been going to the gym for 15, 20 years and look ripped and you know are experts at it and I'm younger, and I've got testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> um, those people, that, those strategies work for them, and they're oblivious to the fact that it doesn't work for everybody else. And what we do uh, when it comes to marketing is we give out practical marketing advice, ones which we think people can achieve results from, rather than um, just advice of, of, of a marketing nature.
0: And that, that's the difference. That's, you know, that's the difference to what we do. So would you say that every piece of advice works for every business. Are there some kind of no, uh, inextricable absolutely. rules or it's different for, for every business, is it? I reckon so. I reckon, I, I mean,
1: we're now, we're now at a point where you can get a website for free. You, know, you can get a WordPress website for free. There's, you know, there's Wix probably do, I think they do a free one. But you have to have a banner or something. But websites are now real cheap. And because websites are cheap, content is cheap. There used to be this saying, which is content was king. But content is everywhere now. There are you know, billions upon billions of uh, pages of content. The chances are, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of business you're running, there'll be content which is of a similar nature written by somewhere else elsewhere. So there's not really um, great, good, solid advice which works for every business because every business, if it's not unique, it's not going to stand out in the market. And therefore, if it's not going to stand on the market, it's just going to blend in. So every, as far as I'm concerned, every business should look at their own marketing themselves. They should you know that there's advice out there. There's a lot of advice, but they should determine what advice works for them. And that's really what they need to be learning. Like um, I see a lot of my clients on social media and they're just running the numbers, they're just running through the numbers, you know, the marketing strategy, you know, they film themselves on their iPhones, for instance, and they do videos and it's just all real crap. And they write regular blog posts. And again, those blog posts aren't really relevant to their customers. It's just that they're, they're just kind of churning it. They're just going through the numbers. They're churning out content. They're churning out their the videos. Um, and that kind of stuff's cheap. It's easy. It's, and it gets, gets ignored. Often i see, you know, seven views on a video or something which a client's published. And it's like, you're focusing on the wrong thing. You should be focusing on building an audience, not delivering content. Um, you know, focus on building an audience, warming them, up, getting them excited about joining your platform or your page or your website. And then once you've got that audience, then you can start to deliver content and you can ask your audience what kind of content they want. you know. But I'm, I'm not seeing that. All too often I see uh, clients publishing lots of content, which is, is cheap and it's easy, and uh, nobody's reading it. You know. And so we're just filling the web up with all this content, which is of no use to anybody. That kind of stuff just happens all the time. It's, it's, um, it's, it's something which we need to look at because websites are gonna change. I've been feeling it for a few years now. Websites, that whole age old system of having a banner at the top and three links call to actions at the bottom. And you know, that template's been, that template's like 10, 12 years old. And that template was designed when uh, content was not as, uh, you know, everywhere like it is now, it was different platform. You know, back then, 10 years ago, we didn't have responsive websites. Uh, people weren't going looking on web- websites with their mobile phones as often as they are now. Nowadays, people pretty much look at a website from their mobile phone. That's it. Most of your visits will be from a mobile phone. So that that template of a banner at the top and three um, links beneath it, three call to actions beneath it, um, is no longer relevant.
0: So I guess that begs the obvious question: What's next then, Phil? Well,
1: if you look at apps, they serve a purpose. You know, on- websites are just online brochures that's it there's there's nothing more to them than that but we no longer have the patience we've kind of killed our own patience to read you know, online brochures we're not interested and not only that but website technology has come leaps and bounds now I mean people are making three-dimensional games in with website technology I mean there can be so much more than just an online brochure apps all apps serve a purpose you download a taxi app what are you going to do? You're going to book a taxi. You know, you're not going to read about you know the who the people the team <laughs> who make who behind that taxi company, or you're not going to you're not really going to delve into their services or anything. You know exactly what you're using that app for. You know, you turn it on, you find a taxi, you book a taxi. You know, and it's the same with hotel websites as well. You're not interested in you know who runs the hotel. You're interested in you know how cheap a room is, what kind of rooms there are. You know, you, you, you're not interested in information. You want to. So you want to do something. You want to book a room. You want to see if it has a nice pool or a gym. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Blow down to right back there, Phil. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But uh, websites need to be like that. You know, if people come to your website, they have not just found it by accident. That never happens anymore. People find, you know, people uh, search something in website with intent. They've typed something into, into Google with intent. They know what they're looking for. They know what they want already. Uh, they're searching for it. Your website comes up. And what does your website do? It's just an online brochure. It doesn't solve anything. You know, they, they've come there to do something, maybe, you know, book an appointment, call you, uh, that kind of thing. They're not interested in seeing about your team or your history of your business or anything like that. Or they're not interested in the About You page. They don't really bother about looking at the blog. You know, it's just a lot of information. It's just text. Websites can be a lot more than that. Apps aren't like that. And uh, websites need to become more like apps. They need to solve uh, the problem immediately. So, you know, if you open up a website, even if it was just blank and just said, how can I serve you? How can I help you? What are you looking for? You know, that would get more engagement. More people would fill something in there, you know, type something in than they would with a current website, which is just a banner with a list of three links. So websites are all about to change. Uh, It doesn't matter that they're cheap. Content is everywhere, really. Content is cheap.
0: And, so what's the
1: answer then? Is there a way around this? Yeah, I mean, we all need to start looking at how we can serve our uh, customers and our viewers, and our people who come to our websites. And our listeners. Yeah, better, really, more, more, in a more effective, quicker way. We need to look at our websites as if we are a customer and we're trying to solve a problem and come up with a solution rather than just continuously deliver more and more content that's on the web and just cluttering up the web with content. And so that's, that's the future of websites. And it's, it's good for people like me who build websites because it means that I no longer have to keep churning out these stock websites, which are just you know, the same again and again and again, but really focus more on how a website can solve a problem rather than just present information. So, if somebody comes to your website, they've got a problem. You know, if they want to book an appointment, that should be first and foremost what the website d- does. Information should be tucked away. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be up for you know up upfront. It should be tucked away for people for the one percent, and it really is the one percent of people that want to find it. Less content, more solutions. Websites should become more like apps than just information pages, and that really. That really is the takeaway, I think, of, of this episode. Focus on solving a website that solves solutions. Uh, focus less on um, churning out content. Uh, focus more on building your audiences and getting them excited about your services. Less being crazy on social media. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and on re- recognize that it's all about perseverance. It's all about um, keeping it up. Don't miss leg day at the gym. Yeah,
0: that too, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave it at that. Very good. Uh, Phil, where can people find you online if they want to find out more? Uh, Just Google Incredible Co. And uh, you'll find me. I'm usually at the very top very good. And you're on Facebook? Uh, I, I
1: yeah? am. Well, I try to be. Very but that's good. really what my assistant does more than me these days. She's an excellent content
0: writer. Very good. <clears throat> very good. Um, you can catch me on OzcastNetwork.com. Uh, uh, I'm actually on the Breaker app as well. My uh, handle is podcastfiend. You can check out what I've been listening to there. Um, and uh, thank you very much for listening, everybody. This has been Incredible Adventures in Marketing. And we'll catch you guys next time. Cheers.